you've arrived. You've arrived to the Nipple Whiskers Podcast with your host, Bob Dog. He doesn't like you either. Come along as he explores the shadows of yesterday's failures in order to gain the knowledge required for a better tomorrow. The journey starts now. Let's go! What's happening, folks? What's happening, folks? Bob Dog checking in with you once again. Oh, I appreciate everybody tuning in. I can sit here and say it till I'm blue in the face, but that is not the point of this. I'm trying to bring you all some value, so let's get straight into the content UFC Fight night from Austin, Texas. Holy crap. What an event, man. That was spectacular. It was amazing. It was the greatest fight night of all time, at least up until this point. Besides the commentators. I'm not going to get into the commentary. I really want to eat them up. I think that they're complete ass. Um, Besides Brandon Fitzgerald. I thought that you did fairly well. Uh, Daniel Cormier, Michael Bisping, just a complete trash show. I was listening to Michael Bisping on the replay talk about how what was it? Jamie Horth had to get the finish or she's going to lose the fight. There's no way she could possibly win. It went to a split decision. Um, I mean, the guys are just ass. I don't understand why they're still in that position. They were great fighters. Take nothing away from it. Hall of Famers. But when it comes to commentators, they are rookies. They are novices and they are complete waste of. Ooh, let's let's uh, let's take up this mic space with something more valuable. All the fighters made weight. That is an amazing, amazing accomplishment, especially with Jalen Turner coming off a nine days notice. He showed a picture of him right after the fight weighing 180, cut down to 155 in nine days. I don't know what kind of meth he's smoking, but it must be good to get that type of weight cut. Uh, congratulations to all the fighters. I mean, you start there. Amazing. That's a win for everybody. Uh, the company doesn't do enough to punish them when they don't make weight. But, hey, y'all made an agreement. You guys made the weight. Congratulations. Nine out of the 12 fights ended in a finish. That is amazing. That's spectacular. That's not going to happen most nights. And let's go ahead and give it up for them again. Y'all earned the motherfucking game. We also have 10 fighters received 50K bonuses. That equals half a million dollars in bonuses. Dana White. Oh, my goodness. Give it up for them again. My picks for the prelims went one and five, bam, bam, bam. but for the main card, I went five and one. So give it up for me, man. I'm, I'm good with that one now, especially coming off. Of, you already know that last card I put out was just boo-boo, boo-boo funk. So I've been doing a lot of uh, looking in the mirror. Like I said, I had to look at, look back, reevaluate a lot of it, figure out where I went wrong. And even on this fight card, I don't feel bad. I'm very confident with the picks, even looking back at why I did them. And we can start with the very first fight. Veronica Hardy versus Jamie Horth. Um, I picked Horth. I, I studied her tape a little bit. Not a lot, but she didn't have much tape out there. I saw she had the ability, the striking, the distance, the range. She had the tools. She possessed all the tools to win the fight. Unfortunately, mentally, she did not come prepared for the first round and a half, and she was beaten. Um, Veronica Hardy, I take nothing away from her. She came out banging. I mean, she came out very fast. She looked very sharp. She was very strong. She was using angles well with her feet. She was dodging and moving very well. Um, came out with a good game plan and executed. So it looked good. Congratulations. Um, Jamie Horth, she did display the skills that we didn't know she possessed, but it was just too late. Waited till the third round. Second round was, you know, decent. Third round, she completely dominated. Started going in with lead elbows. Definitely started using her size, using her power. She was definitely more assertive. If it went to a fourth and fifth, we know who would have won. However, winner by split decision, Veronica Hardy. Uh, give it up for her, man. Give it up for her. 
who she fights next, uh, I, I, I really don't care. I don't really. It's watching her. She didn't have the power or anything to become a champion. She didn't have that level. Um, she definitely. I'm just going to leave it at that. I don't care who she fights next. I'll watch it. I'll be entertained. But as far as doing the research, looking that far down the rankings, that division is ass, man. I was looking at just the girls in that division. I was like, oh, my God, y'all need, y'all need some killers in here. Y'all need some people that we can't forget about. But it's a women's division. They're still up and coming. They're definitely developing. Um, I enjoy watching a lot of them, especially the Valentinas and the, you know, the Whaley's and the ones that are on another level and have evolved with the game are very awesome to watch. It's just there's a lot of um, amateur type people still making it into the UFC at this point, but give it 20 years, just like the UFC and that it will be situated, situated and figured out. I have no doubt with what Dana White and these guys do. I mean, huge. It's, it's amazing. The way that you guys run a business is just truly inspiring. So hats off to you. Uh, First fight of the night's done. Second fight, Jared Gooden submitted Wellington Terman. Oh man. What a, this this is a classic. It's it's a classic. It just goes throughout the whole night. This this set the bar. It really did. Wellington Thurman, I picked him. I've been following him mostly due to UFC strike. Um, I burned a lot of his moments, so I've been following him, trying to figure out if he's going to move up. We don't want to burn those moments, but if he continues his fall and gradual decline, keep burning them. Burn them till there's none left. You know what I mean? Get those. Burn them for Jalen Turner moments. As you guys don't know, there's a Jalen Turner challenge. It ends here in about two hours, so you better get your ass on it. But it's never too late. Check out UFC Strike. Amazing people. Amazing community. That's where I spend all my discords. I'm, I'm there every weekend. You know what I mean? Got the discord going. Go check out the giveaways. They're always giving back to the community. Love what they're doing. Um, back to that. They had the opportunity to run off with all the money. They haven't. They sat there, fought for us. So thank you. Thank you, team, community of the UFC Strike. Um, back to the fight. Jared Gooden. Man, man, night train. He's back in the UFC making his second stint. Um, He definitely got cut last time, had some tough losses, but dude has knockout power. Proof is in this fight. Wellington Terman, he came out. For those who don't know, he's training with Glover Teixeira and uh, Alex Pereira. So that's why I chose Wellington. I've I've followed Wellington for a while. I know he has amazing jujitsu and just him teaming up with Alex and Glover. I figured his wrestling will improve, his stand-up will improve. He's got it all. I mean, it's all there. It was all there. He displayed it all. Wellington did an amazing job. However, Gooden was there to fight. Gooden came out. He came out banging. I mean, he, he got hurt that first round. He even said he doesn't remember most of it. So Gooden got clipped. Wellington was putting it on him. Definitely had him hurt the first round. Hurt him again the second round. Had him wobbled. Got a little bit too confident, a little too comfortable. And Gooden just caught him with that overhand right. Had him wobbled from there. Gooden just smelled blood in the water and went straight shark mode. I mean, that was amazing. It was fun to watch. Wellington, he was he was out of it. He gave up. He quit. I mean, he got tapped out from a rear naked, so you already know. Wellington's the jiu-jitsu guy. He just got tapped out. But take nothing away from him. He was rocked. You know what I mean? He's in another dimension, so I don't, you know, I don't hold it up against him. But going forward, I do know what type of fighter he is when he gets rocked. You know what I mean? So big shout-out, Jared Gooden. You did ruin my, my pick, definitely, but amazing performance. So give it up cool. Whoo, this fight right here, Rodolfo Belito, KO's IR uh, Pateria. That's what we're going to call him, but I, Pateria, Pateria, there it is, Pateria. IR Pateria, and we'll go with that via ground strikes. I mean, ground and pound round two, that was a beautiful performance in itself. I picked Belito. Um, the only pre prelim that I got correct 
but it was probably the one that I questioned the most. I almost went uh, Ehor or Ihor or however you want to pronounce it. I almost went with him, man. Watching his tape, he's very sharp. I mean, he's very sharp. His boxing is very crisp. He has great stand-up. But Belito's a dog, and he's just big as hell, built like a tank. I mean, he's the Terminator. That's exactly what he is. Um, fight of the night. It was just, you want me to explain this fight to you? It is. Ihor came out super sharp, just putting it on him. I mean, I thought Belito was, he had all the reasons to quit. If Belito had any quit in him, he would have been out of there. So the first round was just completely sharp, very tic-tac, boom, 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 point fighting. We call it almost like a karate tournament, as if I had to guess, because Belito was just too slow. You couldn't catch him. And Ihor was just giving him bang, bang, sharp, very sharp. So Belito, great chin, survived it. Second round, Belito got dropped. Um, Ihor got on top, started grounding pound, and he gassed himself out. You can see it, too. Once he knew Belito wasn't going out, he put his head down. He got on Belito's chest, tried to take a breather. Belito knew it. I mean, he saw that he mentally broke him. Um, once Belito did manage to get his way, wrestle his way up out of that, once they got back to the feet, Belito just started throwing his hands up like, what you got left, man? And Ihor was done. He gassed. That's all there was to it. But it was one hell of a war. Amazing performance by both men. You both Hats off to both of y'all, man. I take nothing away from it. But it was a win for both of you. That's right. Ihor, hey, when it comes back, man, I'm going to vote for you. I'm going to, I'm picking you next round. I don't care who you fight because that was just an amazing performance. Get that cardio up, boy. Get that cardio up. And I say that as one that completely understands not, you know, not having it. So what's next for this man? What's next? Oh, let's jump back. Jared Gooden, real quick. Um, what's next for Gooden? I think he would match up very well with Phil Rowe just to see the power and, you know, smaller. Stocky guy versus the tall, lanky guy. I think that he would match up very well with Phil Rowe, and if not Phil Rowe, Alex Morono. And I know he just took out the better Alex Morono, I, th- I would say, uh, or the lesser Alex Morono, because Wellington Thurman, well around, well-rounded fighter. Alex Morono, same way, well-rounded. You don't want to get him to the floor. If you want to stand up with him, he can do that as well. Kind of the same fighter, a decent matchup, though. I think that, you know, putting... Alex Morono versus Jared Gooden would be amazing. So back to Rodolfo. I'm sorry for missing that. I just had to jump back to it. Rodolfo, what's next for Rodolfo? I think he should fight Tyson Pedro just because Tyson Pedro is a knockout knockout artist. Um, He had a lot of hype on that Australian card. I know it was in Australia. He's an Australian fella, but he had a lot of hype. And uh, I think that he can bring it. And if not him, Devin Clark. Uh, Devin Clark, he's been on a little losing streak. Um, So I think that. You know, Rodolfo will definitely take him. I don't think that there's much of a matchup. I just think that it'll move him up in the rankings, be more of an easy fight for him, but get a little bit of a name under his belt. For those that don't know, check out Devin Clark. He's fought basically everybody in that division that's made it up, so he's kind of the gatekeeper. you you got to pass that test at some point. So I think he's ready. Next fight, Dakar Close. Who slams Joe Solowski. To a first round finish. This was a tough one. This this one was uh I thought Joe was gonna whip his ass. I thought he was gonna get down, get him down on the ground just like he did in the first 10 seconds of the fight and be able to dominate. However, I knew Close had the experience, the knowledge, and the ability to win. I just didn't think he'd be able to implement it. Close has had a lot of um he's fought everybody. You you look at his resume, he he's got plenty of experience. He's fought a lot of the former champs. He's been there for a long time. It's just, it just doesn't seem to come to fruition. 
Um, he dealt with some injuries, dealt with things along the way, but it just never really worked out for him. I thought that was going to be how this fight went, and that was not the case. He got taken down immediately. He was controlled from the top. Um, Joe looked really good. You know, I thought Joe was going to – he came out with a game plan. He implemented it, but it did not go as planned once uh, Joe went to lock up an arm bar. Close. Um, it was very reminiscent of the Rampage uh, slam, and I don't mean that in the way that it was performed. It would, The results, I mean, it would just reminds me of that Rampage slam every time. I mean, Close was in the arm bar. Instead, of, I mean, they always tell you don't don't throw them down down because you fall deeper into it. That was not the case. I mean, went up, came down. Joe was out. Uh, sweet dream, sweet dreams, Joe, and close. Congratulations, man. Um, I'm not a big fan of the guy personally. I listened to his you know his whole interview and after in. I wish I would I would have given him more and did it. I'm a nice guy, but in here I was just listening to him and it's like, no, nah, you're really not a nice guy if you if you're thinking like that. However. Amazing performance. Take nothing away from him. Um, close. Who, who, who to fight next? I think that he should be paired up with Jared Gordon or Ismail Bonfim. Um, Bonfim got his ass whooped last one, and I know he has some weight issues, but Bonfim has a name. Uh, Dakar moving up. I think that that would be a very good matchup and get him back into contention. Jared uh, Gordon, uh, he's just always, he's been performing. I, I've been watching. I, I've definitely picked against Gordon the last couple times, and he's won. So it's a, I just want to see him get beat, man, but I don't know who I'd pick in that one. Uh, that'd be a good fight, actually. Uh, Cody Brundage slams Zachary Reese to a first-round finish. Uh, who who could have thought, man? I picked Reese because of Brundage's past performances. I was surprised Brundage was still in the UFC. Plus, Reese is a hometown kid. He was the only one fighting out of... Uh, Steiner, I think it's, it's Steinbach, Steiner. She's one of those beer towns. I remember the Steiner box, so it had to be Steiner, right? Steiner's a, Steiner, a city in Texas? I think it's Steiner. Steiner Bach? Is it? Yeah, he's from Texas, one of those small towns, and that's what, where I lived when I was out there. I was in one of those cities that I don't think we had a stoplight in town. You just literally drove right through it. So small town thing out there. I love it. I'm, I'm all about that. Um, I live in the big city, grew up in the big city, so I, I know the, the opposite. Small town kid. I was definitely rooting for him. Um, six and zero, if I remember correctly. All first round finishes. He has all the ability to do it. Went out. He was doing great against Cody. I mean, Cody did crack him a couple in the beginning. Definitely tested his chin. Um, Cody he always does that. Cody's a, a very solid fighter. He just typically doesn't get the dub. Zach Reese went in, looked great. Um, ended up to the ground. He looked. Good on the ground. He went up through a very solid triangle attempt. I mean, just the transition into it was very smooth. Cody Brundage got caught by surprise and just lifted him, slammed him. Power bomb, same thing. It just reminds me of Rampage Jackson. I mean, boom, out, night-night. There's no way around it. I'm curious if the UFC is going to end up trying to do something about that. I mean, it just, that's a crazy injury, man. You're getting slammed the shit out of it. I mean, that's, boom, that's the back of your head, smacking that mat or the side of your head, depending on how you go down, but that's just a huge one. Um, it was amazing. It was amazing. I mean, Reese, I'm very disappointed, not disappointed. Uh, I'm, uh, I'm sorry for you, man. You came out, you, you look like you were in the zone. You came out prepared. You probably had great training camp, came out. Everything was in place. You threw the triangle. You're doing everything right. And then you got picked up and slammed. So 
my heart goes out to you, man. Uh, definitely, it's just a loss. Come back. You're already in the UFC. Hopefully, you know, you get another shot and you stay healthy. I'll be there to watch, man. I'm very excited for Reese's future. Brundage had more to lose. And this comes on a night where they actually honored um, Brundage's coach. It was uh, Mark something. Mark, uh, shit, I should know his name. But I'm not going to sit here and dwell and start digging through my memory bank because that's not how that shit works. But they did honor his coach for his cancer. And so for that point, I am happy that Cody Brundage got to win that for his coach and bring that back to him. Give him that dub, you know what I mean? You deserve it. Cody Brundage, what's next for him? I think, I think, now this is a big one, Christian Duncan. And Duncan is on the rise. I understand that. I think that he will tear through Brundage. I think that Brundage doesn't stand much of a chance, but just the way that they pair up in the rankings, it would be a stepping stone for, it would be a stepping stone for Duncan. But I think that that would be a good one. If not Duncan, um, give him Abus. Abus Magomedov, the one that just lost to Sean Strickland. He came back. Abus won his last one. He has the size. He has the strength. He'd be a big problem for, for Brundage, man. He really would. Brundage is too small. I think it'll be a real mass, a mismatch, a matchup nightmare. But Brundage, if he pulled this one off, who knows what he can do. So put him in there, see what he can do. If he pulls off another miracle, let him keep rising. Misha Tate submitted Julia Avila in the third round by rear naked choke. Now, I will come to everybody right now and be honest when I say Misha Tate, I didn't know her. Um, at that time, I guess it was, what, 12 years ago or something, I was out in Vegas, you know, running away, running a crack house, not watching the UFC. I really wish I was because I, I was closer to it than ever. It was not my thing. I was focused on other things in life. Let me just put it that way. When you cook and crack, the last thing you're worried about is the female UFC champions. So when I think of UFC champions, I think of Amanda Nunes, and then there was Chris Cyborg before that, and then you get to the Ronda Rousey stage, which I think is where she comes from, but I was not watching sports at that time. Uh, not 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 UFC like that. Not like I am today. Um, I was still fighting, still doing that stuff, but that was not – I wasn't wasting time watching it. Let me put it that way. I had other things going. When you're running a crack ass, you can't sit around doing that type of stuff. Misha Tate submitted her. I don't know Misha Tate, man. I'll, I'll be the first one to come out here with my ignorance and put it out there for everybody else. I mean, I didn't know. Well, watching that, I should have known. She she dominated. That was a complete mismatch. Um, Julia, I mean, I don't know where the hell you've been doing, but you need to go back to doing whatever the hell you were doing because this is not the game for you. Complete domination. It was ugly. There was no if ands, or buts. She never stood a chance. The stand-up of Misha Tate was awful, was disgusting. I hear people talking about she gets a title shot. Smack whoever says something about a title shot. I'll smack them for you. Just put them in front of me, I swear. Um, her stand-up was horrible. I watched it. It was completely – it was sad, man. Just when she was getting swung out, she got hit with one punch. Her head went back, and she dive, dive. And we, we know those. We've seen them. We've seen them. So she's old. She, we, we know it. It's not going to be there. She's going to be the next Randy Couture, if anything, where she is not going to stand up. I saw her take one shot. She looked like Sean Brady, man. That fool don't want to take a shot either. They're just ground people. That's where they want to live. They don't want to stand up. Misha Tate, it wasn't entertaining. Um, I was not entertained. Um, I'm not looking forward to her next fight. Just because of the name value means nothing to me. I'm just saying as a fighter, I'm not looking forward to that wrestling shit. Um she did okay, you know, when it came to that. But I, I'm, I like the stand-up. I like mixed martial arts. So I do respect what she did. Take nothing away from her. Congratulations. Let me actually put that. Congratulations. 
I don't give a damn who she fights next. But if I had to pick somebody, put her up against uh, Myra Silva, the winner. Give Put her against the, the winner of Myra Silva versus Rachel Pennington. And that'll just slap her right in. I think they're somewhere around the top five ranked-ish, and that'll at least get her into some real contenders to see what she can do. Oh, man, that was a disgusting fight. I don't know. Watching it again, I had to fast forward. I literally just watched it go to the ground. Once it hit the ground, fast forward, fast forward, and just go through that. But I did watch the stand. I was like, oh, this is pathetic. You do not want to watch Misha Tate stand up. It was disgusting. Um, Main card, main card. This is where things started to change for me, and not off the back, because Dustin Stolzafas, uh, Stolfus submits uh, Punel Serrano. I don't know. Y'all are laughing at me for these damn names. In the second round, but all I know is this was one hell of a fight. You got to go back and watch this. If you're going to watch it, this is a good fight. Um, I picked Panay based off uh, Stouffer's last performances. He just has not – his last performance, he went out against Abus, I believe, and got knocked out in like 30 seconds. So coming off a 30-second knockout, I can't – it's hard for me to pick you, you know, and especially with uh, the power that Soriano – I think it's Soriano. Soriano, he's a powerful guy. He comes out, very solid striker typically a striker and if you're just getting 30 second knockout going against a powerful guy i can't pick you i'm sorry man i'm sorry next fight i'll pick you what a performance man that was beautiful um dustin came out it was a stand-up war i mean he, he came out and was not gun shy he was not the last fight did not affect the way that he was willing to participate in this one let me put it that way because he came out willing to bang he came out doing his thing he looked good in stand-up his grappling was on point he had great takedowns. I mean, just a well-rounded fighter. Dustin, man, hats off to you. Great performance. I believe, how did he win? Man, I didn't even write it down, but I think he won maybe a rear naked choke or something. But um, I remember that it, was it rear naked? I think it was. Man, I just know he beat him. He beat him. He mentally broke him. By the end of it, when he took him down that last time, he just mentally broke him. So congratulations. That was amazing. What's next for Dustin? I think he should fight Jacob Malkoon. Um, Jacob's been up there getting his name. He's definitely on the rise, and I think that would be one hell of a match, man. Dustin, he may get knocked out, but if he doesn't get knocked out, I think he has the ability to win. He will win that fight if he does not get knocked out. So I think that would be an amazing match. Let's go Joaquin Silva, unanimous decision over Clay Guida. This was... Uh, it's hard to watch legends die. He didn't, definitely did not die. Quite, the, the legend of Guida continues. I mean, just his energy level, his amped upness when he came into the ring and just, just watching him, man, he loves to fight. He loves everything about it. It's difficult watching him fight just because I don't think he has the actual physical abilities to keep up with these young studs, but he has the mental game. If they have any, if they have any kink in their armor, he's going to expose it. Um, However, Joaquin Silva came out, beautiful performance. I love the sportsmanship that he also displayed. I mean, Joaquin Silva, amazing, man. Just good fight, both guys. Both, both good people, man. You can tell. Back to Guida. Um, I love everything about what he's done for the sport, what he's done. He's a true legend. Hats off to you. You know what I mean? But he got mismatched in this one. And it wasn't, it wasn't a complete mismatch. He was out there throwing putazos. He definitely hurt Silva a couple of times. He was always in it. You know, worked his grappling. It, it was good fight. Good fight. Um, with that being said, damn, low battery again, dumb mother. Okay, Quay Guida. Um, it was impressive. It was it was very impressive. Uh, 
Quake Reed, it doesn't look like he's going to retire. Looks like he's going to stay with us. So, hey, I'm, I'm, I'm happy for him, man. He, he's still got it. He's still got it, man. I don't know how, but, hey, man, hats off to Quake Guida, man. Give it up to him. Joaquin Silva, amazing performance. It was beautiful, man. Um, next, what's next for him? We can give him Jakar Clues. I mean, came off the same card, came off a big that big slam win. We could give him him, or I think Mark Madison would be a good matchup for him. I think that would be a real good matchup. Plus, it'll move him up the rankings a little bit, which he deserves after that type of performance. Next, we had Sean Brady submits Kelvin Gastelum in a three round domination. Boy, that was that Kimura was uh, on point. I mean, the, the fight was just beautiful. The whole thing. Sean Brady came out. I picked Sean Brady because I watched his fight. I know that he got pieced up by Bilal Muhammad, which is saying a lot. I hate Bilal Muhammad. Um, and it's uh, Bilal's boxing is not the best. Sean Brady's boxing is bad. I mean, you watch him get hit. He does not like to get hit. He truly does not. He goes straight into, oh, where's his crotch? I'm, I'm, I'm jumping for him. So Sean Brady, once, once again, he's not going to be the best fighter in the world. Um, he's not going to be the best fighter. But he's one hell of a grappler. So just like Randy Couture, Sean Brady can be the next champion. I see it already. He's going to be a nuisance for everybody, especially if he figures out some stand-up. But he truly doesn't like getting hit. That's something you're not going to get rid of it. Just, you don't like it. But he came out and completely dominated Kevin Gastelum. I picked Sean Brady because of Kevin Gastelum's previous fights. His biggest highlights were against... Uh, Adesanya, just stand-up wars. He's a stand-up guy. If you want to stand up with Kelvin, I think Kelvin definitely had the advantage. Sean Brady also knew it and mm, mitigated it. He definitely was closing distance as soon as he... Kelvin was fast, man. Kelvin looked good until he went to the ground. Once he went to the ground, complete domination. Sean Brady's on another level. He had the spider ground, the spider web effect. The more that you move, the deeper it gets. So it's better just to lay there and hope that clock lets you get back up. Um it was beautiful. It was beautiful to watch as a jiu-jitsu practitioner. You know, it was just domination, a complete grappling 101 class, and Kelvin has a long way to go, but he doesn't have the time. So it's going to be a downhill road for Kelvin. Um, excited to see whatever comes next for Kelvin. I'll watch the fight. I'm definitely – he's got power. He's definitely a great striker, but his ground game was uh, – he's compromised. So – Next for Sean Brady should be Ian Gary. He definitely called out Ian Gary. And if not Ian Gary, Jeff Neal. I think that he would match up with Jeff Neal well. Jeff Neal has the power and the strength to possibly keep him off um, on the wrestling side. So that'd be a good matchup. Next, Devison Figueredo, unanimous decision over Rob Font. Oh, I picked Figueredo, but basically because of my UFC strike championship moment, I got a Figueredo. So I always need him to move up. Plus the amount of domination that he showed in the what was it flyweight division right uh i think it's flyweight yeah flyweight so he dominated flyweight division i don't know everybody hates him a lot of people didn't like him i think because of his lack of knockouts maybe i mean when you're 135 or whatever it's, it's hard to get knockouts so figueredo not the fan favorite rob font definitely more of a fan favorite big knockout power um just a big powerful guy in general Figueredo stood up to the ch- to the test. It was beautiful. I loved everything about it. Figueredo came out, looked very sharp, looked precise, took some punches, definitely did, showed his grappling, showed that he still has the ability to take it to the floor and can keep it on the floor, showed that he can stand up. I mean, it's just Figueredo performance. Went to a decision, yes. He did say he wanted more action, yes, but it was a beautiful. It was beautiful. You could tell they both respected each other's power. They both had pop, and it was a good fight. It was a good fight. It was fun to watch. 
Figueredo next should fight. Um, I would like to see him fight Marab. Nobody's saying it. Marab's not doing shit. He's just sitting back doing nothing. Let him fight Marab. Give him up there. Let's get him a real test. And if not Marab, give him Corey Sandhagen. I think that him and Sandhagen would be a great one. I think that that would be a really good fight. And if not, if you really want to give him somebody that's going to be a real test, somebody that I don't want to watch him fight, I really don't want to see it. I want to see the fight. I don't want to see it for Figueredo just because he can't get much of a name off it. Uh, Umar Namagamedov. I mean, that dude is a beast. He is. He he is. He's one hell of a fighter. I mean, I I love everything about watching him fight. I would love to watch him fight Figueredo just from the stylistic matchup. I just don't think Figueredo has much to gain from beating somebody like Umar right now because Umar doesn't get the respect he deserves. That dude is one hell of a fighter, and I would personally love to see it, but I don't think it's going to happen. But that'd be one hell of a matchup. Two more fights. Come on, battery. A little bit longer. Jalen Turner versus Bobby Green. Round one KO. Oh, my goodness. My heart. You guys know my heart was in this one, man. Two San Bernardino kids from right here, from this city, right here, right here where I'm sitting right now. So my heart went out to both these guys. Jalen Turner, how did you make weight? That was amazing. That was beautiful. Bobby Green, heart goes out to you, man. You shouldn't have taken that punishment. Um, The referee, you messed up. We all messed up. That was not your performance of the night, but got to do better. Jalen Turner, wow. I mean, that was amazing, man. Came out there, used your length just perfectly and was using it with kicks he was using his kicks well doing beautifully amazing performance i could go on all day about you but i do that enough so i'm going to jump in who should you fight next either Raphael faziv or rematch gamrot or rematch hooker um jalen turner's fought most of the top guys i mean we got to move him up we've got to move up him versus gamrot was a great one he still feels that he beat him him versus Hooker, very entertaining, striking matchup. I would like to see him fight Fazeev when he comes back. I think that would be really good to see how Fazeev um, handles that length. Not sure where Fazeev is at with his uh, medical issue. Armand Petrusian versus Benil Dariush. I picked Armand because he has very few weaknesses. He has looked amazing. Benil Dariush. Oh, I'm about to turn off. Benil Dariush. Oh, man, I was never. Damn. Camera just turned off on the main event. Can y'all believe that, folks? Ain't that some shit. But the podcast continues. So Armand, he has very few kinks in his armor. I mean, I've watched this guy for a long time now. Um, I love everything about what he's been doing. Um, he's definitely, he, he, he's a stud, man. He's a well-rounded fighter. Um, he's in great shape. You don't have to question anything about his physical, you know, fitness. Uh, you look at the guy, he just he's a stud. I don't like the way that he approached Bobby Green. Like I said, we Dino babies. You don't approach us like that, especially with all your people. That'll get you shot. That'll get you fucked up. Um, we definitely come get you back just like Bobby Green did. So learn your lesson, boy. You don't fuck around with us like that. But as a fighter, you're great, man. Um, great fighter. I didn't like any of the disrespect that he was putting off pre-fight, after fight. It's commentary. You're definitely killing everything for yourself when people come to listen and nobody wants to watch you fight. You're not going to sell any tickets, but... One hell of a fighter, man. Give it up to that guy, man. I give it up to him. But he did. Woo! But, Neil, like I said, I'm, I'm, I was never really on his hype train. Um, I know that he's done some great things. He definitely has. He's definitely a good fighter, but I don't think he's a great. I didn't, never felt that he was going to be a great, especially, like, on the champion level. I never saw him there. Good fighter. He's going to be a gatekeeper, um, which that's what he just did. But Armand busted that fucking gate down. He came through kicking. You know what I mean? He came through, kicked his ass well all the way through that gate. And uh, 
I don't even have to speak much on the performance because I've already speaked longer on the fight than the fight took place. So uh, Armand, amazing. What you did was just beautiful. Benil, going forward, don't know what you're going to do, but best of luck to you. Um, I thought he might retire sitting on that stool, but he didn't. What's next for Armand is very complicated. I was looking at this lightweight division, and it is fucked up. I mean, we got... First, we need people to be healthy. That's what it really comes down to. Uh, Islam and Charles should have already taken place. Charles got injured. Volk covered. I didn't like the Charles, Volk, Volk, back to Charles, rematch, rematch. That's fucked up to do to Islam. So I understand that point. I, I, I get it. I don't even like looking at it on the, the schedule. It's, it's fucked up to do to Islam. I think that that would be difficult as a fighter to prepare for the same fighters over and over and over. It gets old. You know what I mean? And that's why... Big respect out to uh, Usman, who was able to do it and continue doing it. That was, I always respected that about what he did. <sighs> Islam and Charles, this shit's got to take place sooner than later. Um, Islam shouldn't have to wait too long because he didn't sustain any damage against Volkanovski. Charles, he just had a cut, so that should be healed up and taken care of. Get that fight out of the way. Let, let's go ahead and make them solid. That one's going to take place. This whole sitting back and letting shit happen, I love number one contenders. So for Armand, people getting up there, people like, oh, Armand should get a shot at the title. Shut the fuck up. I'll tell you that right now. We need number one contenders. He did not earn his way up to a number one contender match, but he did earn his way into the top five. So naturally in that top five, let's get a number one contender going. Right now, the number one contender would be Justin Gaethje. Now, I can see Justin Gaethje turning down the fight against Islam on short notice. I know Justin Gaethje would not do that. He's like, nope, fuck that. Fuck that, I need a full camp. I already know, and that's why uh, Volk got the, the fight. So when you do that, you, you have given up your uh, number one contenders. You know what I mean? You, you were there. You are in the seat. And when you're called up, hey, you don't want to get up? Well, you, you just lost the damn seat. So I'm not too solid on him being the number one solid contender, but if you want to do that, that's okay. How Gamrot ended up as the backup fighter in that, I don't know. Why is Gamrot in all these conversations? I don't know. He does not sell tickets. Nobody wants to watch Gamrot fight. Um, it's the wrestling style. He's not, he's not selling tickets. So I think that's what's holding Gamrot back. Why he was in that discussion. I'm not really sure. Here's the solution. You got, you got the top five. All right. Well, we just had Benio got knocked out. He shouldn't have been up there. Uh, in my personal opinion, there's just better fighters like Armand. He just hadn't had the chance to prove it. So now that he has, we have Islam, Charles, Justin, then they have Armand, I think in front of Dustin Poirier, but that's irrelevant. That's your top five, okay? And you want to break into that? Okay. Islam and Charles, your top two are done. You have Justin sitting there. Justin, you can pair him against Gamrot. I think that Justin has the wrestling capacity to deal with Gamrot, or at least to see what Gamrot's really about. In order to make it in that top realm to fight for this title, you got to get through either Charles, Justin, or Dustin. I think that that's unanimous across the division. Now, Chandler's in there. Um, I would definitely put Chandler more in this conversation, but because he's tied up with McGregor, we're going to leave him out at this point. I think you go Islam Charles, Justin against Gamrot, and then put Dustin Dustin Poirier against Armand. Now, that gets Armand a big name. Armand goes out. You beat Daniil Dariush. That's cool, but Benil is not that level. I, I get it. He's looked at as that level, but you get it up there, and you beat a Dustin, you beat a Justin, or you beat a Charles Oliveira. You're in the discussion. You're definitely in that discussion. You deserve to be in that discussion. So I think Armand versus Dustin. Dustin has great stand-up, great wrestling. I mean, basically, generations are the only things that separate them. You look at their abilities, they're real close. I think that'd be a great fight. 
Justin, great grand great wrestling, enjoys the stand-up. Gamrot, great wrestling, doesn't like to stand up. I think Justin can take him into deep waters and dethrone that whole nonsense. Um, I'd be very excited to see it. Plus, that clears up the division going forward. We need to get the new talent in, but we have so many OGs and veterans that deserve their spots because they've done the time, they've ch- faced the challenges. You know what I mean? Take nothing away from what Dustin, Justin, and even Charles have done. I mean, these guys have fought in the best of the best for a generation now. So take nothing away from them. That goes all back to uh, Aspinall calling for John Jones to get stripped of the title. You bullshit, man. Aspinall hasn't been nowhere. He has not dedicated or sacrificed what's required for him to even get a title shot yet, especially to demand um, Jones get stripped. Shut the fuck up, man. Seriously, sit back, be a little kid, watch it, enjoy it. Let the OGs get what they've earned, um, respectfully earned, especially when you talk about Stipe and John Jones. These are two of the best fighters to ever exist. Um, let them two, they, they're getting a title shot. You know what I mean? Listen, Aspinall, you sound like a little bitching kid. Like you're one of the little kids off of Willy Wonka's Chocolate Factory. You're just in there bitching about something you didn't get. And it's like, dude, <laughs> like, okay, Veruca, we got you. You know what I mean? So, just want to come out and say, amazing event, folks. Uh, I loved everything about it. This event was spectacular. I've already rewatched the entire event. Everything except for the commentator. You could literally watch that shit on mute because the commentators suck. Once again, that's taken nothing away from Mr. Fitzgerald. Um, you do a good job. You're actually the only one that I could listen to on there. However, DC, Michael Bispings, we got to do better, Dana White, man. Love, appreciate each and every one of y'all. I'm going to be jumping off now. Damn, the video died. Can't believe it, but that's life. So I'm working on a, a video game episode. I don't know who y'all play gamers, but I've been gaming a lot on Civilization Five. It's been bringing me back to my childhood, going back to the gaming. So I got a gaming episode coming out maybe today or tomorrow, but another UFC episode coming out here because we got big fights coming up this weekend. We got Song Yadong. Dude. I was thinking about it, man. If you get Song Yadong, if he comes off a win right here and you put Song Yadong up against Figueredo, that's one hell of a war. That is one hell of I would love to see that war. But Song Yadong has to come away with a win over Chris Gutierrez this weekend. I'll get into that. That's a big fight coming up. Love, appreciate each and every one of y'all, and I'm out. The time has come. You've been listening to the Nipple Whiskers Podcast. With your host, Bob Dog. He doesn't like you either. Follow us on social media, subscribe on YouTube, and visit nipplewhiskerspodcast.com for exclusive offers and information on upcoming episodes. This podcast will now self destruct in three, two, one.